Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text hope NY in New York. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Boiler up or boiler down? That's the question on this Friday. Bold predictions. It's a football Friday in Columbus, Ohio. You know the drill by now. That's the 40-year vet, Tim May. That's Andy Backstrom. It is bold predictions. The best video of the week. My favorite video of the week. The time that we can be a little silly, a little uh, spontaneous, and very wrong in bold predictions. But that's why we're here is to have some fun and hand out some predictions. So, Tim, I ask you. Do you come bearing gifts in the form of a bold prediction? Well, what's funny was when we were sitting there in the press box last week waiting for the game against Maryland to start, you told me we're never supposed to be right on these things. Well, I'm trying to be right. I just am, have been wrong, I think, on every bold prediction I've had this year, although uh, Kyle McCord did throw two touchdown passes last week, didn't he? Doesn't count. Yeah, I picked him for four. Doesn't count. Right, exactly. Uh, so my bold prediction for this week, from a phenomenal standpoint, is going to be JT Tuimoloau has three sacks. Okay. JT Tuimoloau, or as his mom calls him, Jalen Tuimoloau, has three sacks. That's all I'm going to say. Andy? I'm also going with the defense, but I'm going team defense stat. I'm going to say that Ohio State holds Purdue to under 250 yards of offense in this game. Wow. 
Yeah, I think that this is explosive at times, Purdue offense. The weather could come into play for both teams. Could see some sloppy football, maybe a low-scoring game in a way. And I think that uh, ultimately Ohio State is going to get to Hudson Card. Purdue's quarterback, as Tim kind of alluded to right there, and I think that uh, they're not going to get much going. You know what's funny speak. about that prediction is explosive can mean a lot of things. Like with my big brother, he used to like cherry bombs when we were growing up. You could buy those on the corner store, <clears throat> not like it is now. And he would, he would light them and throw them, light them and throw them. They're big old, look like a cherry with a fuse sticking out. He had two of those go off in his hand at different <laughs> points. He still had his hand both times. <clears throat> so explosive can mean all kinds of things. Yeah. It can blow up in your face, I guess. Yes. It can blow up in your hand. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go to the offense. I'm not going to make three for three on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I've written a lot about the, the offensive line this week um, and figuring it out. And for one week, I think they'll figure it out at least. For one week, all will be right. I think Ohio State will rush for 225 yards against Purdue. First of all, they're on grass. Ohio, skill guys love grass. I don't know what it is about the about these skill guys. They love playing on grass more than they love playing on turf, even though you would think that the turf would be a fast track. They love grass. So I think Mayan Williams or Chip Trainum or Travion Henderson will find some explosive plays. Maybe a couple of them get over 100 yards. Maybe Travion just, just does the work himself. Um, but I think Ohio State will have 225 yards rushing, um, and this offensive line will be able to put its foot in the grass and move people's I can't say that on this show. Rear ends? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tim, offensive player of the game. By the way, I'm showing, I'm going to show the fans here that we do do work. We do do pre-work. Uh, it's supposed to rain most of the day on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, high of 58, low of 45. Uh, we'll see how much that prescription athletic turf holds up and whether you can plant your foot in that grass and drive somebody. Have fun shooting the game with photos, man. Now, so... What was the question? Offensive player of the game. The offensive player of the game for Ohio State in the 2023 game at Purdue is going to be Carnell Tate. Wow. Okay. Any reason? I just think no? he's going to get a lot more opportunities. I mean, Brian Hartline obviously didn't play his hand. We don't expect a Mecca Booker to play on Saturday. I don't based on what I'm hearing, although I'm hearing he's progressing pretty well with his ailment. Uh, but uh, Carnell Tate, uh, just because he's going to get a lot more passes thrown to him this week, uh, and you'll have the opportunity to be the offensive player of the week. Well, I'm going on that same kind of reasoning there, Tim, but I'm going with Xavier Johnson. I think that we're going to see him in the slot a lot early and often. I think he wow. can offer himself in the perimeter as well, but also in the slot. And I think that he's someone that's going to have at least one touchdown this week. Yeah, I'll go Mayan Williams. Uh, saw a little pop out of you him. You stole that from me, didn't you? Well, you didn't take him, Tim. I you know, get to go you, first, my friend. You heard me rave about him a minute ago and what I expect, but go ahead. I did pick this offensive run for over 200 yards, which is like the boldest prediction possible Yeah. right is, now. That is very bold. <laughs> yeah, I had Mayan Williams last week, yeah. so. Yeah. It's coming over now. He provided a little bit of a pop, um, ran a guy over when he was in there. Yes, he did. Uh, showed that he can be back. Yes, he did. Um, so uh, even if it's not like a huge outburst of yardage, I don't know if you'll ever see that from Mayan Williams again with the way that they're rotating these running backs. I don't know if he'll – his 100-yard his rushing games may be behind him. And uh, freezing cold take me if that's not the case. But 
I think he'll get some red zone carries. He's a weapon in the red zone with the way that he uses that bowling ball style of running the ball. So, yeah, maybe he gets a couple touchdowns. He's going to add to that rushing total that gets him to 225. I'll take Mayan Williams, my offensive player of the game. Plus, uh, Travion Henderson is expected to be back after missing last week's game with what I understood was a bruised rib kind of situation that uh, they were dealing with after the Notre Dame game. Uh, he's expected to be back, I'm sorry, but why, you know, get him in there and get him some carries, right, and then yeah. get ready for next week, right? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not short shrift and Purdue at all in that regard when I say that, but, but you know, you don't need to go pedal to the metal all day uh, with him. Watch, he'll have 40 carries and 500 yards or something. Who knows? But, uh, but I am with you on the Chip Trainum, uh, Mayan Williams train. Defensive player of the game, Tim. Defensive player of the game, I think it's about time that this guy transcends. Although, you know, if uh, if uh, JT Tuimoloau, Jalen Tuimoloau has three sacks, he'd probably be the defensive player of the game, right? Yeah. But uh, Josh Proctor's had his moment. Lathan Ransom has had his moment, just didn't get necessarily player of the game. But uh, I think it's time for one of those cornerbacks. And I'm going to go with Jordan Hancock being uh, the defense the defensive player of the game, I think he's going to get, watch, he won't play a, a lick. But I think he's going to play a lot and uh, have some opportunities on Saturday. Well, I thought Tim was just going to pick JT. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm going to just go with Josh Proctor again. Yeah, I, I just he's feel like hot. We're, we're at the point now where we can expect consistency from him. He deserves that at this point, five games in. Uh, he's only played four of those, but the four he's played, he's been pretty darn impressive. And I think that Factor. he gets an interception for the second week in a row. And I think he's going to be the defense player of the game. Y'all go Mike Hall. Uh, had a sack late in the Maryland game. Going to take that uh, energy that he showed there with that sack, translated into some good production. I think this Purdue offensive line, for all the hoopla about the Ohio State offensive line, Purdue unit's not that great. So that interior can kind of prod and poke this uh, Purdue offensive line. Tyleek Williams starting to get a lot of attention. I think you're going to see his production go down, but that's just in the stat sheet because I think teams are going to start paying more attention to him as good as he is. That's going to free up number 51. I think that's really good news for number 51. So this is going to be the start of where Tyleek's not going to be able to be highlighted by offensive line. If Mike Hall can show that he can do it too, that shows that you can't double-team Tyleek, you can't double-team Mike, you can't double-team JT. That's a really good thing for this defensive line. That's a really good thing for Tyleek Williams. Yeah. Tyleek Williams is playing on a different level. I mean, he is defeating blocks and getting into the backfield. He's helping in the run game defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, but I've been saying all along, I'm, I'm waiting for Mike Hall to just have that game, man, where you – I'm, well, that's I'm why looking. Saturday is going to be that. I know. And so I'm kind of backing you, which means it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, Tim, score prediction. Score prediction. Um, I haven't even thought of one. Full disclosure. I haven't even thought of one either. You know, I think there's a good chance Ohio State's defense gets another score, keeps that kind of run going. I would. I'm, so I'm going to put Ohio State in the – because I, I expect the inclement weather to, have, to make a difference. But uh, I expect Ohio State 41, Purdue – 10. I'm going Ohio State 33. Wow. Purdue 6. I think this will be, again, a little bit low, lower scoring game, uh, at least for Purdue's part of it. I, I just, I, this offense scored 14 points against Iowa. Granted, Iowa's a great defense, but so is Ohio State's defense. Okay, they're pretty darn good too. So I don't expect uh, Purdue to get back on track. I know the Hudson card is dealing with a little bit of an injury right now. Uh, he's he's mm-hmm. fine enough to play. 
but he's holding the ball a long time. He's last in the Big Ten of all qualifying quarterbacks and average time to throw. I think that Ohio State defense is going to lick its chops and, and get to him quite a bit. His whole guard. He's holding his whole guard. Yeah. Uh, so you're expecting him to score three touchdowns and four field goals. And how are you coming up with 33? Ah, semantics, Tim. Jaden Fielding. He's 7 of 7. He's going to be 11 of 11. Uh, seven eleven. Yeah. Wow. I'm spending seven way too to much. 11. I'm spending way too much time around you, Tim. Uh, I'm gonna go Ohio State thirty-four. Uh, Purdue seven. Pause. Thirty-four-seven. Ohio State over Purdue. Um, I just don't think that. I just don't think Purdue is very good. You know, and what, I'm just you know, leaving it at that. Like I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Here's what I'm proud of you. Because I had that big lecture. Remember with you guys why you never pick a shutout. Because something weird happens, like Youngstown State driving all the way down, scoring on his first possession, and never getting close again. You know, what I remember, mm-hmm. remember that. And then, of course, I picked on radio. I picked uh, Ohio State to shut out Youngstown State right after I told y'all not to do that. What an stuff. idiot! Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm I'm with you on the uh, thing. I think Ohio State's gonna get some points in this game. Here's man. the thing. I think they get in the fours. There's a small possibility, and I talked about the revenge factor with, or just the spite factor with Ryan Day and Mike Loxley. There's something to be said for that with Ryan Day because it's not always good mood Ryan Day. You see him on Wednesday in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. He's chatting with some people as they walk by. Good mood Ryan Day. There's a sense of loose feeling to this entire program this week in particular. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's the nip in the air that's just got him feeling a little excited for a pumpkin spice latte. But I know that when you get loose Ohio State, you get good Ohio State. And if you get good Ohio State on Saturday, Ryan Day has been to West Lafayette one time. One time. 2018. Uh, and he got. Rondell Moore just scored again. Yeah. The Ohio State got its tail whooped. So what I will say is, if you get good Ohio State on Saturday, like like really good, like we're, we're, we're cooking Ohio State on Saturday, I wouldn't be surprised if. If they put a number on, but Purdue. here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just there's. I'm not predicting it because I think it's going to still going to be low scoring because yeah. the rain tip. But there is that possibility that there are people in this building who have not forgotten about it. And if you get Ohio State at a at a good on a good day, I think there's a there's a small possibility that they really put one on Purdue yeah. and exercise some demons. Meanwhile, the entire preseason and during the season, we kept talking. I'm back in 2018, we all kept talking about how Purdue looked like that pothole game, man, that stub your toe game. If you should have ever been ready for a game for Ohio State, it should have been that one. Yeah. And it was exactly the opposite of ready. That game kept Ohio State out of the college football playoff. It certainly did. And uh, so weird stuff has happened over there. I'm not going to go into delineation with every one of them. You did a good thing this week for pointing out or good research on pointing out that every coach since Wes Fessler has lost it, as every Ohio State coach since Wes Fessler has lost at least once at Purdue. Uh, I'm talking about Ohio State coaches. That's since 1947. And, uh, That's my since first 1947. Year this team, 1984, Ohio State was in a grudge match with Jim Everett versus Mike Tomczak. Chris Carter had his coming out party there. Keith Byers ran for 100 and something yards. Ohio State got beat. And one of the reasons they got beat, I'm talking about strange stuff that happens, is Mike Tomczak threw the ball out of bounds on fourth down to stop the clock on their last possession. You know, the theory was, or what, what he explained was, the yard marker guy had not flipped it from third to fourth as the play started. And that wall, he remembered, was seeing the three. So even if that's true, strange stuff happens over there. We saw it happen in 2018. 
tremendous windstorm came through, blew down trees. Yeah. It uh, put the uh, media shuttle cart in the garage because they didn't want to be driving in that weather and stuff. Next thing you know, Ohio State, first the windstorm came through, then Rondale Moore ro roared through, and Ohio State was no longer undefeated. I think they were, Ohio State was number one or number two in the country. Two. two. Number two in the country that day. Weird stuff happens over there. Yeah. But well, the point is, is go in there like an exorcist and you just go, not tonight, fellas. Yeah, what is it? Even though it's afternoon. Yeah, there are there are demons to be exercised at Purdue. There are there are, there are. things in those walls. And uh I think yeah. Ross and Aid are both ghosts roaming around. Yeah, probably watching Ohio State signals in this building because that's how they know that's how that's how they can beat Ohio State. However they beat Ohio State, they do it out. at Purdue. And uh, none of the crew here thinks that Ohio State's going to lose on Saturday. But that's the thing about Purdue. You never think they're going to beat you. And then they do. So we'll see tomorrow. The 40-year vet Tim May, he'll be there in Ross Aid Stadium. divine intervention. Holy Buckeye, 2002. Andy Backstrom, he'll be there in Ross Aid Stadium. I will be there as well as we bring you all of the coverage at LettermanRoad.com. One dollar for one month. And we'll talk about the pricing after that. Till then, till tomorrow. We'll see you over at Purdue. Go to LettermanRoad.com and get that full coverage, and we will see you over there. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 43342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-420-47 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.